0: What's going on everybody and welcome back to the On Pirates podcast. I am of course your host who does the most Ethan Smith. Hope you guys all had a very Merry Christmas and a happy holidays. The new year is just around the corner and the Pittsburgh Pirates gave us a late Christmas gift as they signed left hand pitcher Rich Hill in free agency. So we're going to take a look at that acquisition today and I'm going to offer my thoughts about what I think about the deal as well as how Rich Hill's acquisition for the Pittsburgh Pirates is going to affect the pitching staff in 2023, and what advice and insight I could give to the Pittsburgh Pirates on how to handle the pitching staff next season. All of that and more on today's episode of Locked on Pirates, and we are live, so make sure you follow on YouTube at Locked on Pirates, on Twitter at Locked on Pirates, or at MVP underscore Ethan right here On Twitter, on all of my social media. Make sure you do all of that. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. It is where the game starts. And with that said, guys, let's get into today's episode. You are Locked On Pirates, your daily Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Locked on Pirates podcast, where I am, of course, your host who does the most, Ethan Smith. Hope you guys, again, are having a phenomenal week. Hope, again, that you had a phenomenal holiday. I hope if you got any presents, you got what you wanted. Hopefully, you had a very good Merry Christmas, a happy holidays to everybody. Again, if you do love seeing yourself on the Pittsburgh Pirates Locked on Pirates podcast, make sure you Hop into these live shows where the chat overlay is to my right. And we are going to be getting all into the Rich Hill signing today, what it means and more. Baron Deanis says, Great signing with Rich Hill. Love it. Well, Baron, we're about to get right into it. Rich Hill was acquired by the Pittsburgh Pirates in a free agency acquisition. Of course, Jeff Passen breaking the news earlier today here on Tuesday, December 27th. And Again, it's pending a physical, but a one-year, $8 million contract. He'll turn 43 in March, which with the Albert Pool holes, um retiring, it's going to be a little interesting because Rich Hill is going to be the oldest player to be on an opening day roster in 2023. So that's something uh, of note. He is going into his 19th season. He um, And of course, last year, uh, he had 26 starts over 124 and one-thirds innings with Boston. I believe this will be his 12th different team that he has been on. This is going to be a very interesting thing for the Pittsburgh Pirates moving forward with what they decide to do with Rich Hill. Um, of course, over the last couple of season uh, seasons, as I've mentioned, Uh, Jose Quintana was a guy that they acquired last year who had kind of a reclamation of his career. They end up trading him to St. Louis. He gets some big money in free agency. Tyler Anderson, same deal the year before in 2021. They kind of bring him back to earth, bring him back to where he was earlier in his career. They trade him off to Seattle. He's now making a lot of money in L.A. So we'll see what the Rich Hill signing does um and stefan says reynolds probably isn't happy seeing all this money being ditched out but not to him extend him uh i have realized that the reynolds stuff is kind of calmed down a little bit we'll uh probably keep an eye on that through the rest of the offseason but again i will stand on my stance that i don't think he's going to be traded just because i think the team control is just too much um mike said he's actually excited for this year and That's really where I get with this signing is it's not like a long-term thing, obviously. I mean, Rich Hill is 43 years old in a couple of months. He's not going to be a guy that's going to be here for a very long time. Um, I would expect him probably only to be here through the trade deadline and then getting something small back for him. But he's a reliable left-handed pitcher. I mean, you look at what he's done over his career. I mean, if you're pitching 19 years in the big leagues, you're doing something right. And he's a soft left-handed pitcher. Of course, we all know he has that 69-mile-per-hour curveball on average. It's a very, very, very slow pitch, but usually ends up working out for him. And I think the biggest thing that this move did was, one, Ben Charrington said he wanted to add another starter. He honored that pretty strongly here. They sign a reliable guy in Rich Hill who I think is going to eat innings. He's probably going to give you about five or six innings a game which is what the Pirates need. And you're also not forcing these young guys to be ready right away. Michael Burroughs still probably needs to develop a little bit. We got a taste of Luis Ortiz last year, but he probably still needs to go back down to AAA and get things figured out. You have Johan Oviedo. He's another guy that's going to probably need a little bit more of development uh, for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And then, of course, you get even deeper, the Quinn Priesters of the world, who... Can start the season in Triple A and actually, you know, acclimate themselves, get ready, and then when the trade deadline comes around, you can bring up a Quinn Priester. On the other side of the coin, this makes the team better. It just flat out makes the Pirates a better team. They needed a left-handed starter. They go out and get a left-handed starter. Maybe around the trade deadline, if you are a contending team in a sense, it's like if the Pirates aren't too far out of a wild card spot, maybe you hold on to Rich Hill. You know, maybe you. Keep him if he's pitching well. Maybe he pushes you down the stretch as a top guy and you let Priester and all those other guys come in. And then at worst, if you do keep Rich Hill for the one year, which I still doubt happens, I'm pretty sure he'll probably get traded around the trade deadline time. Move him to the bullpen once a Michael Burrows, Luis Ortiz, and Quinn Priester are ready. There's a lot of pluses to this move. Now, of course, there's the obvious negatives. Rich Hill is not like a... Cy Young candidate type of pitcher. I mean, we know that. He only got signed to $8 million, which you mentioned earlier that you, uh, somebody mentioned earlier that you would like to see some of that money go to Reynolds. But what the Pirates have done this offseason is something they haven't done in a while. They've went out in free agency and actually have made some moves here that makes sense. And they've also went out and spent a little bit of money. You have Carlos Santana, Austin Hedges, Rich Hill. Again, not signings that are going to be absolutely like crazy that are going to propel this team into contention or anything, but signings that make this team better. And then, of course, the rotation is looking pretty solid so far. Uh, Mitch Ke- says Rance, Mitch Keller, Ruanji Contreras, Rich Hill, Vince Velasquez, and JT Brubaker, slash Bryce Wilson, slash Zach Thompson, slash Johan Oviedo competing for the number five spot. Again, that's the other good part about this, too, is with the Rich Hill signing now, those guys that don't get that final spot in the rotation can slide over to the bullpen, and then you're looking at a whole different kind of thing here with the Pittsburgh Pirates. The pitching staff as of this present moment looks a lot better than it did last year. You could have said the same thing from 2021 to the 2022 jump that it looked better. And that's all you really want to see from this team right now. The rebuild has been a rebuild for quite some time, but you want to see the pirates continuously get better, which is something they're doing. This move makes them better. The hedges move made them better. The Santana move made them a better team. That is the one constant that I'm seeing through this offseason is most of what's going on with this team this off has been moves that are making the team better, albeit it might not be moves for the long term. It, it gets a little interesting. Uh, I uh, Grizz says I am fine trading Reynolds for pitching. Reynolds' WAR was uh, year was un- last year was under three. Yeah, he had a down year, but I would expect him to bounce back. Uh, Mike asked, wasn't the 40-man full? If so, who gets DFA'd? FA? is something we'll probably learn here in the coming days or even today, later today. Um, again, Rich Hill still needs to pass his physical, which you've seen physicals be a talk of the offseason with Carlos Correa. So let's get him through that first, and then I'm pretty sure we'll figure it out. Um, it's going to be an interesting thing to look at with Rich Hill this year. Um, Again, they needed a lefty starter. That's my thoughts. He's a veteran guy. You know what you're getting from Rich Hill. He's going to help these young pitchers take their time. And it's going to be nice. And uh, Barron says, I imagine Brubaker gets traded. That is something that could be in the cards. Brubaker has been a guy that teams have inquired about over the last couple of seasons, especially at the deadline and in the offseason. So that is something the Pirates could possibly do as well because they do have a lot of pitching right now. So they could move on from pitching go get a prospect or two, or they could even get another guy in the outfield if they really want to. We saw Connor Joe get acquired last week. We saw Ryan Velade get acquired a couple weeks ago. The Pirates are making a lot of acquisitions, but again, going into spring training, much like last year, there's going to be a lot of position battles that are going to be very fun for this Pirates team moving forward. And with that said, uh, we're going to take a look at FanGraphs and what they believe the rotation and the bullpen will look like heading into 2023 to begin the year. But before we get into that, I want to let you guys know about the wonderful people over at Bet Online. Bet Online, of course, is where the game starts, and right now. The NFL playoffs are just around the corner. The NBA is in full swing after Christmas. Hockey is in full swing, and BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the World Cup, which just wrapped up. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can also find those at BetOnline as well. They're the Always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. So head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. And bet online is where the game starts. So that is bet online for you. And we are going to go ahead and move right along here on the Locked On Pirates podcast. Sorry if this is kind of tiny for you guys, but hopefully you can make it out a little bit. Um, I'm going to try and see if I can get this into a bigger picture. Um, you know, we're we're working here. We're we're doing a thing. Um, I'm going to try to zoom in a little bit again for you, but if I zoom in too much, you guys might not be able to see it, but either way, this is what the projections on fan graphs currently have for the Pittsburgh pirates as of this current moment. Um, so there's a lot to look at here with how this looks. Um, Closest to the launch pass, the closest thing the Buccos have had to an AJ Burnett signing. I'm all in. Veteran lefty and PNC plus help mentor our young pitching staff. One year deal, no risk. Solid swing by BC. I could not agree more. I think it's something that there's really no, there's really no bad part to this at all. I mean, the worst that happens is he's just not good, and. Oh, well, he's 42 years old. Again, it's not like he's going to be here for the long haul, but he is a guy I think that is going to teach these young pitchers some valuable stuff. He's a left-handed pitcher, something the Pirates, again, desperately needed. In the future, I would like the Pirates to find a left-handed pitcher that's an actual, like, long-term option, but I guess we'll have to wait another year. But let's go ahead and look at this 2023 Pittsburgh Pirates projected starting rotation. Of course, it all starts with Roland Contreras and Mitch Keller. You know those guys are going to be in the rotation. They're the future of your rotation at 23 and 26 years old. Those are your guys. Then you look at Rich Hill, who was just uh, acquired. Of course, I mean, he's been on so many teams. It's really, really wild. Um, Vince Velasquez and JT Brubaker. So again, as mentioned earlier, that's leaving out Luis Ortiz, Johan Oviedo, Zach Thompson, Bryce Wilson. There's a lot of other pitchers that could be vying for that fifth spot. So, Imagining that Brubaker gets traded is not the craziest thing in the world uh, because he probably does warrant some value, but it also isn't a bad thing that JT Brubaker could potentially be the fifth option in the rotation for the team after being a top three option the last couple of years. Barron, I couldn't agree more, by the way. Anthony Salometo will be a stud lefty for us in the future. Yeah, it's just going to take him a while, but. I couldn't agree more there, but that's the starting rotation. And then, I mean, you look at the the 2022 stats from this rotation. You look at Keller, his ERA was below a four. You look at Brubaker above a four, Velasquez above a four, but nobody above a five, which is really good. The ERAs are all there. The innings pitched is another interesting thing to look at as well. You only have a couple of guys that were not over 100, which was Vince Velasquez and Rosie Contreras. Velasquez was much more of a reliever last year. Rowanzi, of course, bounced back and forth between AAA and the majors. It's it's an interesting group. Now, we're going to scroll over here and see if I can scroll over. Yeah, that's about it. I like the strikeout numbers, too, and the base on balls numbers. There's not a lot to not like there. But what I find more interesting, um, yeah, Stefan, that's what I'm getting at there, too, is it's crazy. to th- He says, it's crazy to think Brubaker was our opening day starter last year and now could be our number five that is really something that's pretty nuts. I mean, it's very insane to think that he could be that kind of guy um, for this team. So then we go to the bullpen, and you look at what the bullpen is looking like right now, and you have David Bednar, of course, off and on on injuries last year, which was very unfortunate for him. Uh, Robert Stevenson, who was picked up on waivers, I think he'll find a spot here somewhere. Will Crow, we already know about Will Crow and his kind of reclamation project that he had in the uh, bullpen last year. Dwayne Underwood Jr. is still a part of this group. Jarlin Garcia, who is a free agent pickup from the San Francisco Giants. Um, that's a very, He's going to be one of their main lefties, along with Jose Hernandez, who was picked up in the Rule 5 draft. Chase DeYoung and Bryce Wilson. So they have Bryce Wilson as a guy that can move to the bullpen. I would like a Zach Thompson in that spot as well. I think he's another guy that could really fit into that mold. And then you look here, you have Max Kranich. But then we're going to scroll down again, and here's some minor leaguers that you should know. Of course, these are the position players. Um, that's first base. We're going to scroll a little bit more because I'm sure they have pitcher here somewhere. Um, Leo Ropigaro, of course, we know all most of these guys' names. But here's where it gets interesting starting pitching-wise is all of these guys here are guys that you could – realistically end up seeing at the big league level next year. I mean, Zach Thompson, you know he's going to be in the mix somehow. Johan Oviedo, who's picked up in the Jose Catana trade, will be in the mix somehow. Luis Ortiz, again, we got a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a appetizer to what Luis Ortiz can offer to this team. Then you get into, again, the Mike Burrows of the world, the Quinn Priesters of the world, Kyle Nicholas, who was probably the big, big pickup from that uh, Jacob Stallings trade that a lot of people didn't like, but he's another guy that – Going on 24, of course, you can look at Cody Bolton is another guy that I think can like get into that bullpen mix. Carmen Majinski, another bullpen, possibly another guy that you could look at in terms of um, the bullpen. I mean, there's just so many options the Pirates have given themselves here with what there is to offer. I mean, you look at Jared Jones, you look at Drake Fellows. You, of course, we know about Salometo and Bubba Chandler. They're far further away. But what gets interesting with this now is the Pirates have done something that we haven't seen in quite some time, which is they're giving themselves options. There are a lot of options here for this team as far as starting pitching goes. I mean, it really, really is nuts that, as mentioned before with Stefan, how he said last year Brubaker was the opening day starter. He might not even make the rotation this year, but likely will. They're taking leaps albeit they're small leaps. If you guys remember ever playing Mario, you know you could do the double jump thing. They're taking the little tiny jumps. They're ta- they could take the escalator if they wanted to, but they're taking the stairs. They're taking it slowly, but the important thing to take away from this is they're... Um, the important thing to take away from this, though, they're only improving. They're only getting better. Now, again, none of the guys they've picked up in free agency are exactly guys you look at and say wow, that's going to make the Pirates a playoff team. But what it's doing now, you look at the Austin Hedges signing. It's giving Andy Rodriguez and Henry Davis kind of time to acclimate themselves in AAA, take their time in development. It's the Vince Velasquez and now Rich Hill signings are doing the same thing for these top guys that I just mentioned. Quinn Priester, Luis Ortiz, Johan Oviedo. These guys are not being forced to come up here right away and make an instant impact. Would you like them to? Yes, but not every prospect is Garrett Cole. Not every prospect is Mike Trout or Wander Franco. Be patient with it. Make sure that these guys are developed before they come up and make things happen. That's really all you can make out of this is things are happening in Pittsburgh that have not happened in a while. So we take a look at that. Do you guys have any insider thoughts on this? Uh, Any insider thoughts on things that I didn't touch? Anything that I might need to get into uh, while we wrap this show up today? Again, it is a, a shorter episode. We're just touching on the Rich Hill signing and how the pitching staff is going to shape out in terms of what the team will look like going into 2023 as far as pitching. And I did like all the insight you guys gave already. I just want to know if there's anything further that you guys wanted to touch on here with the Rich Hill signing specifically or anything else that you guys might want me to touch on before I get off here on this live show here on Locked on Pirates. And as far as Pirates news goes, by the way, there's not much else. I mean, the Rich Hill signing kind of came out of left field. Um, The Brian Reynolds talk has kind of slowed down. Uh, Of course, we're in the dog days of December going into January. Usually this is the time where not a lot of stuff happens. Um, The biggest baseball news, of course, has been the uh, Carlos Correa nonsense that has kind of uh, transpired. Uh, Barron says if Brubaker is not traded, then I hope he gets a chance in the pen instead of uh, DFAing him. I agree there. I think there's a lot of potential for JT Brubaker as a potential bullpen arm. As you've seen with Brubaker in the past, he's very good the first couple of innings, but once he sees a lineup more than twice, he usually gets beat around a little bit, but he wouldn't have to do that in the bullpen. He'd be a great long relief option. And uh, with that said, guys, by the way, thank you guys as well. Um, Thoughts on Josh Harrison, Andrew McCutcheon returning. I don't see either happening. I would like to see them both happen. I just don't think it's going to happen. But with that said, guys, uh, now that the holidays are kind of past a little bit, I mean, I know we still have New Year's going into 2023. I'm so excited. Uh, By the way, for what 2023 is going to bring here for Locked on Pirates, you guys are probably the best people I know in terms of coming into the live streams and interacting with me, always talking, giving your insights, listening to my episodes, all of that stuff. Um, So thank you guys always for interacting. Thank you for following on social media, following on YouTube, following on Twitter. Thank you so much. It's always awesome. Not saying I want to, but trading Reynolds for a couple of surefire young rotation pieces would be an upgrade if Piguero can man shortstop and Cruz gets kicked out to the outfield. You know what, Launchpad? We'll talk about that tomorrow. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Locked On Pirates podcast, as you always do. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. My name is Ethan Smith, and I will see you on the flip side.